Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Mark and the Interpol. And let's pick up with Jerry, who was on the phone with us. And Jerry's going to be our, our taste maker. He's on line one. Apparently not. Apparently our phones have just burped. I'll tell you what. I got Jerry over here. You do? Let me see, let me see if I can bring him up here. Uh, Jerry, you on with us? Excellent. Yes, sir. I'm here. Right, Thank good. you. Okay, that's a very weird thing. Our, our phones are sort of freaked out over here. Jerry is our tastemaker today. So, Jerry, do you want to hear the story? My story goes like this. The Lyft driver laughed. I laughed. But my wife didn't laugh. Or do you want to hear the story of the response that you never thought you'd hear that somebody used to avoid dealing with Mark? <laughs> Which story sounds more interesting to you? I want to hear the story about Mark. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I think so. Yeah. This is, I was there on this all. Yeah, obviously I was yeah. there. This is a weird one. Yeah. All right. So we're out on uh, on Saturday doing Cause for Pause, which, by the way, thanks to everybody that came by. Uh, we'll be doing it again at another PetSmart location throughout the valley. But as Mark is wont to do, after somebody um, comes up and signs up to, like, concert tickets and stuff like that, Mark will sometimes say, hey, do you have a chance to answer a few questions? Do you have a moment to answer a few questions? And, you know, this is where we get, like, my first beer, those stories, stuff like that. Yeah, your first album. Right, yeah. your, you know, if you have a weird neighbor, stuff right. like that. So. Yeah. And I was, I was asking her one specific question about something that hopefully we'll hear on Wednesday. Right. But it was kind of a quiz, and nobody was getting the answer right. Well, before we got to that point, Mark has sort of a screening process, and it is very detailed. It is, hey, you got a second to answer a few questions? <laughs> And this woman, who by all accounts was a very lovely woman, her response was, well, I have some larva on my kitchen floor, but okay. It was a weird response. And I said to myself, what did she just say? Larva. Larva. As in the, the yeah, exactly. That's, right, the, that's, that's the right answer, Jerry. Yeah. That's the only equitable response. On the, uh, see, if it was on the garage floor, that'd be bad enough. But this was on the kitchen floor. On the floor. kitchen floor. I have larva on my kitchen floor. So I thought to myself, what do you mean, lava? Like when we were kids and we were like jumping from <laughs> counter to counter. And, you know, if you touch the floor, you burn your feet with larva. No, she said larva, yeah. not lava. Yep. I was like, what, you mean the, the fat cop from, from Super Troopers? No, that's farva. <laughs> she said larva. And so, even though so, she had larva on the floor, she was still willing to sit down with Mark. That shows an incredible amount of journalistic integrity on Mark's part yeah, you know, to continue the interview process after that answer. So I started asking her some questions, and she she the, the one main quiz question she couldn't get correct because she had her mind on something else. Nobody's gotten it yet. Because my mind is on the, the maggot. Exactly. <laughs> You know, that's the first time a woman's ever used that line on me, <laughs> but I really like it. I'm not sure you heard that, Jerry. Jerry, did you hear that line? No, it wasn't very clear. Here we go again. Nobody's gotten it. Because my mind is on the, the maggots. <laughs> my mind is oh. on the maggots is what she <laughs> the said. Maggots, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mind was on the maggots. Yeah. Disgusting. She's got mind on the maggots and maggots on the mind, apparently. Snoop Dogg, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think Maggot Brain is her favorite song from Funkadelic. I'm it, not was, sure. it was weird. That means she has some sort of decaying matter on her kitchen floor, and that's really, really foul. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know that that speaks well of her personal hygiene. I don't know if that's a line that she uses to keep creepy men from asking her out. I'm not sure what that is, but that is by far the most unique answer to Mark's inquiry that I've yeah. ever experienced whatsoever. 
Yeah, it's the first time I heard the word maggots in a long time. Yeah, larva. Not not, not very often that you get the word larva worked into your daily conversation, but it did happen this past weekend, and because of you, the entire valley is aware of it. Yep, take that with you today, okay, Jerry? That's great. All right. That's great. You guys take care. Thanks, man. Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> we haven't done this in quite a while. What are you talking about? And then you made a dick move, dick move. What were you trying to prove? Two, dick move. That was a real dick move. Ah, it's time for a Mark and Neanderthal dick move. This is uh, not something that should get you killed or arrested, but it's just yeah. uncalled for. It's something you yeah. really shouldn't have done. It's a dick move, if you will. It is, and our, our guy today is Jeremy Chapman from Hartsell, Alabama. Okay. Here's what he's doing. He's going around to garage sales, right. checking out the items. And, he, you know, he'd, he'd purchase a, a small item at one of the garage sales, and he'd give the garage sale merchant a $100 bill. Okay. Well, and that, that, you know, that seems so okay. Yeah, so he'd get like, you know, $95, $96 and change. He'd get his item and he'd leave. Sure. But the problem is the $100 bills were counterfeit. Well, that's so not he's nice. Leaving, so he's, he's leaving with 95 96 bucks and an item, and the guy who's running the garage sale or the woman gets completely screwed, get completely stiffed. Well, I imagine, you not know, very nice. unless you have one of those uh, those little markers that you can use to tell you, which is, uh, you know, counterfeit. Remember the little, the little marks a lot right, that, that are yeah. using? Yeah. yeah. So a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, flea markets and garage sales don't have those. Yeah, so this, this happened a few times, and Jeremy finally got caught. But I think it's a very, very mean thing to do. Having a garage sale is one of the most thankless tasks in the world. <laughs> you spend two hours carrying chairs and tables and crap you don't want anymore and right, racks yeah. out into your driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and think then, about it. It's tax-free. Yes, but then you got to sit there right. for like four hours to make sure nobody steals the stuff you don't even want anymore. Right. And then you finish at the end of the day and you got a cool profit of about 24 bucks and 37 cents. Yeah. Yeah, it, you, the, ROI, a, the ROI is not high. It's a thankless task. We had one garage sale. One garage sale. I, I don't think I've ever had a garage sale. I think I think my ex-wife, my ex-wife uh, tried to, you know, do you have the HOA has their, are they going to do the community garage sale yes. where everybody, it's the one day. What they try to do is they try and keep you from having a garage sale every weekend, like a different resident. Right, exactly. Say, well, we're going to have the weekend. This weekend has been deemed community garage sale, so everybody take your crap out at the same time. Then on Monday, they'll bring the dumpster down mm-hmm. and throw everything out that you, nobody wanted. We have that also. Once a year, there's yeah. a community garage sale. We took part in it. Once. All right. Once. So to, what's the guy's name? Jeremy Chapman from Hartsell, Alabama. He pulled a dick move. And then you made a dick move. Dick move. What were you trying to prove? Two. Dick move. That was a real dick move. Mark and Neanderthal. Um, so my, I think my, uh, my daughter and her fiance, are they still in town? They are going to the airport today. Okay. I think in a few hours. Are you they, thankful that they're leaving now? They've been here. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, I've spent the last, you know, cause my son is with us too, until he moves into his new house. He's getting that painted. Uh, so I've spent the last week just turning off lights. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. In, in rooms that yep. people and cleaning are no up longer socks, in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Shoes all over the place and the lights turned on in rooms that people aren't in. Just drives this guy crazy. Does it really? It really does. It was funny. The the, the, uh, the handyman that came to change my ceiling fan he was like, "Man, you keep it dark in here." I'm like, "Yeah, there's no need. I'm only in one room. I snap one light <laughs> right, on." Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, okay. So 
while they were here, they did a bunch of, you know, wedding preparation stuff, uh, you know, meeting the caterer and all that stuff. So, sure. Um, my only real thing is, you know, aside from spending the money. Yeah, writing the check. Yeah. My only real thing is finding what song to do the father-daughter dance to. See, this is something I'll never understand or I'll never be able to comprehend because I don't have any kids that I know about. And this is like this. This is like your last ceremonial moment as the owner of the daughter. This is your. This is the I, theme music as you walk off into the distance at the end of the Incredible Hulk. You pass the torch. Yeah, yeah. This it, is it your is thing. Kind of like that. It's so. So, and, and I've I've been to a lot of weddings over the last couple of years. I've seen some good songs used, but I don't. I want to try and use different songs. So I'm still searching. So I, I got online and I just googled father daughter songs. Right. Okay. Listen. One of the suggestions on several, I saw it on several different lists. You look, you look visibly disturbed. Well, I, I saw the song. I was like, wait a second. Somebody obviously doesn't know the lyrics to the song. Okay. Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. Now, first of all, my daughter has blue eyes, so I'd never use it anyway. But. Well, can you use Don't Make My Brown Eyes Blue? Uh, it, no, no. Okay. Because that, that's not a pro, it doesn't have to do with fathers and daughters, oh, right? Oh, right, sure, yeah. But Brown Eyed Girl, I, I just. Whoever put that on that list is not thinking about this section of the song. Cast my memory back there, Lord. Keep listening. Okay. Sometimes Here it comes. What do you got? Making love in the green grass. Hello. Yeah. With you? Yeah. Making love in the green grass behind the stadium. Yeah. Unless you live at Apache Junction, that's not something that happens on a regular occasion. <laughs> That's terrible. It is terrible. That's not a father-daughter song. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Strike it from the record, yes. please. Yeah, well, that, that's a great, that goes in a long list of songs that are inappropriate. How many times have you been to a wedding and you hear like every breath you take from the police or, or lips of an angel from that band Hinder, and you think, oh, they're playing our song. Yeah. No, they're not. They're stalker songs. They're not. And, they're bad and, songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very, very strange. Uh, uh, one more time, by the way, just to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> Cast my memory back. I remember that. So beautiful. Sometimes overcomes thinking back. Yeah. Yeah. Making love in the green grass. Terrible. Behind the stadium with you. Which stadium was it, Mark? Which stadium was it? That That is uh, awful, isn't it? That is creepy. It's beyond creepy. Wonderful Tonight is also a suggestion by Eric Clapton. Why? And I get the, you look wonderful tonight. It's a compliment, but it's about... His wife. It's, it's, it's not even about it, his wife. It's about George Harrison's wife. Well, she was his wife then, though. But yeah. it's, it's, it's obviously a, it's a, it's a couple song. It's a guy and chick song. She drives him home at the end of the night because he's too wasted to drive. That's not your daughter. Well, that's I don't your, know. It could, your, it could be your daughter, in all fairness. Ah, well. <laughs> no, she drives me back the next morning after I've Ubered home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was like exceptionally strange. It is. I'm still on the hunt for the perfect song, but I'll find it. You know what? If you've got one, feel free to sh- suggest oh, yeah. it to, to us. Uh, email mark at kslx.com yeah. or just give us a call at 480-470-KSLX. You could possibly be the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be able to see today's on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. You know, for once, we're not starting the week in Florida. We are in the southeast. Okay, then. Or at least the mid-south. Houghton, Louisiana. Uh, That would be the Gulf South. Yeah. That is where 43-year-old Frank Wellsbacher lives. Okay, then. Frank is like the worst neighbor you could ever have. And how so? Uh, well, you'd think if you lived near a thief, he'd at least be decent enough to do his thieving in another neighborhood. Well, why, why not? And then come back home to your neighborhood. Well, you know what? But, that, but that's supporting the community is what he's doing there. <laughs> no, he, he's trying Frank, to keep it local. Frank steals from his own neighbors. Oh. Like a, a couple of weeks ago, 
Frank saw that his neighbor's garage door was wide open, but instead of, you know, alerting his neighbor, like a decent person would do, say, hey, you, you left your garage door open, uh, Frank strolled right in to pick a few things up. Yeah, see, I'm waiting for that to happen in my neighborhood, because yeah. I've got a neighbor that leaves their garage door open as well. Same here. Yeah. Uh, Frank didn't grab much, just a paintbrush, a roller, and a painting tray. Obviously, he had some sort of painting job to do, right? He's an artist. Yeah. And why should he go out and buy the supplies when they're so readily available in the garage next door to him? Maybe he knew that the neighbor would allow him to borrow them, so he didn't feel like asking. Maybe. Maybe. But something else caught Frank's attention. It was a new camera. Ooh. That was mounted in the garage. Ooh. Yeah, it's really nice. Wait a minute. Was there a bright light on that camera by any chance? (laughs) Well, Frank grabbed the camera. Did he? And, uh, and went home with it. How about that? But he never turned the camera off, and it was the new surveillance camera. Was it? That Frank's neighbor had bought because his garage door was malfunctioning and kept opening by itself. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And to top things off, Frank's neighbor just happened to be watching the live stream from the camera, from were, the garage at the moment that Frank walked in. Were they? Yes. Huh. Yep. See, now, having lived in Louisiana, I will tell you, uh, Louisiana has a little bit of Arizona in it. Good way to get shot walking into somebody <laughs> else's garage uh, in Louisiana. You know, yeah. Castle Doctrine is what they call that. Very crazy. Yep. Uh, Frank brought the uh, camera home with him, which was basically just a piece of evidence all the live stream was recorded on the guy's computer and police didn't have far to go to solve this one so here you go frank wellsbacher he is your mark and the Anderpol dumbass of the day i think that was a beautiful story you just told to gloat a little bit. This is Mark over here. Neanderthal is on the other side of the control board. Mm-hmm. But please allow me to gloat a little bit. A little bit? Let me uh, let me reset what we're going to talk about here. It was on March 9th of 2019 when the lady was mauled, scratched, clawed, cut by the jaguar out at the Wildlife World Zoo in Litchfield Park. Right. We all remember this, right? Yes, I do. She's been dubbed Jaguar Lady. Yep. On she deserved everything she got for getting close enough to the cage for a jaguar to be able to claw her. On Wednesday, March 14th, we were discussing this on the air, and a gentleman called in, and we had been talking. You said you were sure she would sue. I was, I, and I still feel like there's something coming, but... And I my, s- my statute of limitations has run, I believe. I, I said, I do not believe she will sue. She's already admitted on television that she was wrong for being so close or that she made a mistake. And so as we discussed this, I said, I don't think there'll be any kind of legal action. Right. A gentleman called us and he said this. I'll, I'll put $100 down. I'll bet $100? you a, Okay. I'll bet you $100. If, if she institutes any kind of action against the zoo, I'll pay you 100 bucks. Yeah. What, what should we say? Two months? What is it? 90 days. 90 days? 90 days. So what, what's today? Yeah, 90 days sounds really reasonable. All right. Well, it, it's been 90 days. Oh, yeah. That was March 14th. In fact, June 14th would have been 90 days, but we were just about to get into our, our thing for Soldier's Best Friend. Right, Frank, exactly. Yeah, right? Fundraising. So, we're in the fundraising mode at that point. So uh, Jim is, is back with us. Jim, did you hear the whole setup here? Do you know what's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to eat a little bit of crow, I think. Here's the thing, thing, Jim. Um, I wish wish I could help you here because nobody likes hearing Mark gloat less than I do. (laughs) But you lost on this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's... Go ahead, Jim. You sound like excuses are forthcoming, Jim. No, 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 no. 
it's okay because it's like, I mean, you know, it's for a great cause. It's for an honest cause. That's right. And, I mean, my my son-in-law, he just was de- deployed. So, you know what? It's all worth it to me. Yeah. So, yeah. See, here's what's going to happen. The bet actually consisted of, uh, Mark said that the money that he got from Jim, should he win the bet, would be donated to the military assistance mission. So that's what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. So, Jim, that's okay. up, up to you to make that donation for us, okay? All right. No All right. Military assistance mission. Just go to their website. It's very easy to donate. And what they do, by the way, is they provide financial aid to current Arizona active duty military and their families, too, here in the Valley. So, so Jim, great what, cause. Jim, which hurts more, giving the money or listening to Mark gloat? Listening to Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, Couldn't yeah, agree yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, listening to Mark. Yeah, it's very yeah, difficult. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jim. Yeah. yeah. All right. Scores yeah. me one, you nothing. I have found that uh, cayenne pepper sauce makes that crow taste a little bit, a little bit better, more palatable to the yeah. tongue. All right, Jim. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But you know, it's okay because I'm probably going to go ahead and uh, pets for vets. I've already made one donation, so I'll just make another donation. Well, well this one is for the military so, assistance yeah. mission. That's a yep. different thing. Different charity. We we have we have two main military charities. This this is another one we do, which is military assistance mission. So right. go to that website, military assistance mission. Okay, All right, Jim? there you go, Jim. All right. Thank you, buddy. There's Jim. All right. So, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, ma- I'll match Jim's donation Look also. at you. Look at you. What the heck? You're, you're a sweetheart. Yeah, and we're not trying to do a fundraiser here or anything, but I feel good about winning. Jim's going to make the donation. I'll make the donation also. So it'll be 200 bucks to the military assistance mission. probably saw the video of this over the weekend this was at sky harbor airport sometime during the week last week where a woman was dropping off looked like her husband uh it looked like he was going away on a business trip and so you pull up to the curb like like many of us do she gets out of the car she doesn't turn it off she comes around to the passenger side he gets out pulls his suitcase out they're kind of talking and you know a couple of couple of pecks on the cheek that kind of thing nobody ever thinks that this is going to happen but if you look on the, the surveillance yeah. video you see this kid this young kid walks around sort of the front end of the car i think he's got a smoke hanging out of his mouth yeah just he's a, doing almost it. Like, he looks like he's a valet like he's yeah. supposed to be doing this he just acts like nonchalantly goes over opens the driver's side door gets in the car i think it was like a dodge caliber or something like that yeah, one of those drives away yeah he just jumps and drives away little did he know there was a kid in the back of the car five-year-old yeah and so they they you know the kid <laughs> the guy who stole the car got stuck in that endless loop that is sky harbor airport yeah. i so can't if you're get not, left i no, can't get left yeah if you're not careful you will get stuck in there yep. and just drive in circles for hours yep and that's kind of what happened to this guy they you know they eventually pinned him in and they he was arrested and everything but yeah because sky yeah. harbor airport is sufficiently patrolled by law enforcement in case you were wondering yes there bad are. place there are bad places that commit a crime yes. that's one of them the authorita is heavy there i would think so but uh, we were talking about that thing of, of leaving your car running. Like, I, I I don't think I even do it at the curb at Sky Harbor. I'm so adverse to that. because and It's part of growing up in New York. You just don't yeah, do stuff same thing, like that. Same thing in Southie, man. You never leave your car running. Um, ever. Not ever. Ever. And then what happens on, on Sunday, my wife has a friend coming over because they're going to go out and do something. Right. The friend pulls up. The doorbell rings. I go answer the door. And she's like, hey, Mark. And I go, oh, come on in, Susie. And I'm like, oh, wait. And I... I I hear, the I hear it out yeah. there. I'm like, is your car running? And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it on. And she walks. Yeah, you know why? So, <laughs> so the air conditioning. So the air conditioning keeps the car That's cool. What, and I, yeah. And I and I know, but I'm like, 
It just even if it's not my car, it makes me nervous. But you're, you know, I'm like, but you Susie, you don't a, want to, you don't want to turn that off. And you live in a gated community. It's like a fortress. You have armed guards at the front. No, no, Paul. We have a lot of crime. I had to call the SWAT team the other night because there was a barking dog. <laughs> uh, it was. It got serious. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. There are. There are walls. I mean. You are. A, you are living a fortified fortress neighborhood. <laughs> I mean. I, that, it's not that bad. But, but. But no. I mean. It's a relatively secure neighborhood. Well, but even in your neighborhood, uh, there are kids who have uh, nefarious intentions. Sure. And if somebody sees a, a running car, look. I'm. I'm an adult. I'm a law-abiding citizen. And if I see a running car. I give it a thought. Right, exactly. I think to myself, well, Me this, could be, this I, could be fun, and it serves them right for leaving it running. Yeah, because we all, we all have those antisocial thoughts. Sure. We, all, we all have those what-if moments. Like, what sure. if I just hopped in this car? But she goes, Mark, I'm so tired of being hot. And I'm like, you know, what, what's, the, what's the deal? And she goes, well, we're having one of our bathrooms. We have two bathrooms. One of them's being remodeled right now, so there's only one working bathroom in the house. What does that have to do with the car running? Well, then she goes... Then the air, one of the air conditioning units went out. Right. And the one that went out is on the side of the house that has the working bathroom. Okay, then. She goes, so when I'm getting ready in the morning, when oh, I'm shower, you know, whatever. That's a hot she goes, box I'm in for an you. oven. Yeah. So she goes, so I'm leaving the car running because it needs to be ice cold when I get back in. Because that's what I need right now. I said, all right, that, that's a good reason. I'm sure it you is. tell your insurance company that when the car gets stolen. <laughs> be the, why did you leave it running? Well, well here's why. I live in Arizona. They'll understand if they know anything about Arizona. Maybe. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.